New York radio back then probably was a little bit more flexible because they were trying to borrow people from the theater, from the stage, you know, when they could. But I'm only guessing as to why it was different. I had no difficulty getting into commercial radio in New York because it was never an option. I was dragged across, still in uniform, mm. from Air Force radio to civilian radio, still doing both, you know, doing military and civilian shows in the same day, in the same week, still in uniform, waiting for points to pile up, the war long over. Because, as it happened, my immediate superior in the Air Force, radio propaganda unit number one, was in commercial radio, had been in commercial radio. We had been at school together in New Haven. We had done broadcasts together before the war on the Yankee Network in New Haven, Connecticut, with him playing the piano and me reading words. And then I found him uh, as my director producer. He was a captain, and I was closest they could get me to civilian. They kept on tearing stripes off my sleeves as fast as I could sew them up. And uh, we went right across from Air Force Radio to the Carrington Playhouse. Lane Carrington was the queen of soap opera writers in daytime soaps and had gotten a nighttime hour-long melodrama that would have been the radio equivalent of Dallas. And we had it on the air, I think it was CBS. And all of us who were in uniform were in there doing the Carrington Playhouse. So I never had any difficulty cracking New York radio.